Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Ryan is Super Strong. Last week we had a guitar man, Ben Matthews. This week, another guitar man. This week is another great friend of mine named Matt Hornbeck. You guys are going to love him, and he shares a bunch of really badass music featuring him on guitar. Um, you know what? I don't want to keep you too long here at the front of the show. Uh, the only thing I will say, uh, the, like, the big public show I'm doing this week um, is tomorrow. Wednesday. Wednesday, March 6th. Sorry, I had to read and my eyes worked very slowly just then. Uh, Wednesday, March 6th, I'm playing with Schmabaray at uh, Hotel Cafe. Uh, Schmabaray, as you guys probably remember if you're a listener to this show, uh, features Adam Cheskeen and Carolyn Janya. And uh, they're badasses and hilarious. And so we're playing at 9 o'clock at Hotel Cafe on Wednesday, March 6th. So come check that out. Uh, they have so many originals it's and they're all hilarious. It's such a joy to work with them. So if you're hearing this on Tuesday when it comes out and you're in L.A. on March 6th tomorrow, then come. You know, come check it out. Otherwise, everything I'm doing is private shows and stuff this weekend. So you can't even come if you wanted to. You know, maybe I could sneak in. Anyway, um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's another week. It's time to get to it. I don't want to keep you any longer. I want to introduce you to my good friend, Matt Hornbeck. So that's what we're going to do. Okay? Okay. <laughs> I feel good about that. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man, uh, I hope that you have somebody nearby you that you love. I hope that you have the drink that you need. I hope you have a blanket if you're chilly. I mean, this polar vortex, hey, man, you know what I mean? Uh, so let's get right to it. Get comfy. Sit back. Relax. And enjoy the freaking show. Hey, welcome to the Ryan and Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen, and I am, you guessed it, Super Strong. <laughs> Today's strength level is Old Faithful. Now, Old Faithful is a big natural geyser. <laughs> this would be great. It, it blows up on time every day, Old Faithful, and... Um, the reason that's the strength level for today, but, but you know, obviously that's a very strong natural thing that's happening in the world, and that's everybody circles around it to see it and get sprayed with its awestruck waters. <laughs> but um, the reason it's that today is my guest today is someone that reminds me of of that of Old Faithful. Oh no, he is Old Faithful to me. Um, this is a person. <laughs> I became friends uh, with him through a mutual friend of ours. Uh, he's a guitar player. He's a composer. He is a backup artist, as many guitar players tend to be, and a lead man, as many guitar players tend to be. He's a handsome man, a bearded man, <laughs> often seen in in very very you know uh, gentlemanly caps. He is uh, he's got a warm <laughs> smile and a warm demeanor. This is my wonderful friend Matt Hornbeck. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Yeah, man. Welcome to the show. Man, what an intro. <laughs> Well, you know, I said Old Faithful because, you know, like, I've known you for several years now. Uh, we run into each other on the gig scene, whether it be with show choir stuff, jazz gigs, corporate stuff. And, uh, you know, you're you're one of those guys that, when like, if I've hired you, I don't sweat 
you at all <laughs> you know like which awesome. is so relaxing oh great. When, you're, when you're when you're hiring people out for gigs uh like because i know that you're gonna be on time have your shit together know the music uh, you know be a badass oh, wow. have your own style be dressed correctly <laughs> like wow man well, and that's, like so that's you. so as a professional that's a that's a big element but also you know i mean you're always you're always such a great hang we are you're very calming all this kind of stuff oh my god we'll get yeah. we'll get to compliments later but uh <laughs> Okay. But uh, but you're, you know you're all off faithful, to a good man. start, man. Yeah, you're crushing like it. it, Ryan. <laughs> this is this is this is wow. But that's what I think of when I think of you. I think of old faithful. You know, blowing up hot water. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's so many ways you can go day. with that. It's like yeah, it's like, really nice. Blows up once in a while, but you know, hey, people still love them. You know, surrounded so. by elderly people enjoying your natural. <laughs> What was it? Yeah, what was the uh, what was the faithful waters or something yes, like that? Yeah. I, I like nice. Well, it's all very silly. Um, but uh, yeah, that's you know, it's great to have you here. This uh, we were talking before we got on the air that this has been a long time in the making. Uh, not only because I mean, I've you've been you've been on my list of people I'd like to have on the show since I started doing it. Oh, years wow. ago. Awesome. Um, but also, you know, over the last year, I've been hitting you up every like every mo- month or two or something like that and be like hey you want to do one and it's just been impossible to get our schedules together um and then we had you locked in one time or actually two times we had you lo- one time we uh, we locked you in and then Lori and i had a crazy ass like weekend we got sick and all this stuff oh no and then we ended up just coming you just came over and hung out yes i remember that yeah uh and then <laughs> and then like the, then we were gonna record last week and then you got sick yes right? very yeah i was i had a pretty bad flu so i'm yeah, I'm so glad we've been we're doing chasing each other around. Yes, we've been chasing each other around town, seeing each other, and going, "Damn it, when are we gonna do this <laughs> <Yes>. thing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like you know, yeah, and uh, it's great that it's finally happened because yeah, you don't want to you know have the risk of the the standard L.A. like, oh yeah, sure. yeah, man, let's do that. It's great. Let's do lunch, and then like lunch never happens. You know, right, it's just exactly something always comes up. So it's uh, difficult, man. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've talked about it several times on the show. It's like I I kind of book guests based on who I run into in life organically, you know, like I, like, like I do a gig with somebody. I'm like, Oh man, you want to do a show? And then, you know, I try to get them in like the next week or two. Um, and that's, and that's what we've, so that we've been trying to do that for the last year, basically. So it's good to have you here, man. We made it happen. (laughs) So happy to be here. And you know, this is my first podcast I've ever been on. So, okay. So this is, uh, this is uncharted water for me. Yeah. Well, I hope it is. Um, it's gonna set some kind of bar for you. I don't know if it'll be extremely low. <laughs> I'm aiming for right the middle. I don't want to peak too early, but I don't want to end my career yeah, either. For real. So. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> Try to avoid that. Well, okay. So the name of the show is Ryan is super strong, and that's me, Ryan. You know. So everybody that listens, you know, uh, and even people that are new today are going like, yeah, that you're you're Ryan. I get that. You know, they know that. <laughs> they understand that part. But you're the guest, and they're going, who is this, Matt? back you know so my first question to all my guests is hey who are you and what are you doing here <laughs> well uh that was a what you said at the intro was great um i'm uh yeah i'm a guitar player i uh you mentioned composer i guess yeah i, I compose here and there and uh um been living in los angeles for about six years now um and I don't know. This is where I probably should have had something prepared, like a speech or whatever. I mean, like what? <laughs> speech. Like, I mean, yeah. It, you kind of what you said in the uh, in the intro there. You know, I just wear a lot of different hats, uh, physically and and career wise. You know. Yeah, I figured so it. So it, 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 you know, you're just trying to make a living uh, as a freelance musician. So you know, you you learn to to do a lot of different things, and you know, especially since living in L.A. has really pushed me to 
acquire a lot of new skills and stuff. So sure, man. Yeah, <sighs> you're uh, you're from. Oh, see, this is good. This is yeah. good to have you here. I'll you got the whole temp- I'll prompt you. No, this is this is super helpful. All right, man. <laughs> so I'm from Ironton, Ohio, originally. That's right. Uh, I was born in Dallas, Texas, but my uh, my folks moved when I was two. Right. My, my mom has family in Ohio, and that's where I grew up. So. And I always think of you as a Texas boy, but that's because you went to UNT. Yes. Right. And you're from you're from. I mean, you were born in in Texas, mm-hmm. but then yeah, and then you went uh, you lived in Ohio. Where you met our mutual friend Eric Sierveld. I yes. Which is how you and I met because we played on Eric's senior recital or something like that. You came up from UNT and and Eric was doing a recital. Right? Isn't that correct? How is that we yes, met? You came yes. up to you came up to He IU was doing to his hang. master's recital. Master's recital and right. I came up there to do uh I think it was like two or three tunes. Yeah. And it was great because I, I had just finished my my masters as well mm-hmm. and uh yeah, man, it was a really nice trip. It was beautiful up in Indiana. So yeah, and Eric's Eric's one of those. I mean, he's you know birds of a feather kind of thing. You guys are very similar. I think we, we're all friends for similar reasons. It's just good, yeah, good well, gentlemen. I I, I actually uh, I might try calling him when I uh, leave here because we've been playing phone tag. He he sure. left a voicemail for me today. So awesome. Well, tell him I said hello. I'll tell him Ryan says hey. Yeah, so. that'd be great. And uh, you know, well, he's one of those. He's also on my list of people I'd love to have on the show. But have, we, have you done we, phone we, interviews before? Well, so. I've done a couple of call-in interviews that were very short. Okay. Um, and I haven't done any like long, you know, full-length phone interviews. I've only, I only do them when I'm at my studio in LA or when I uh, travel and I bring like my little mobile rig. Mm-hmm. So if I get out to New York where he's at, you know, yeah, then then I'll bring you know I'll bring a rig at some point. But I the, over the time of the last few years when I've gone to New York, I haven't either didn't have the rig yet or didn't wasn't able to bring it for whatever reason. Gotcha. With time and stuff, it's like I don't bring it if I'm gonna be packed busy the whole time, you know. Right, and I'd be so worried about forgetting stuff or yeah. losing things in transit. So yeah. Yep, it can oh, be yeah. a pain. I've spent a lot of time in guitar centers around the country, like buying little yeah. <laughs> chords and patch chords and all that stuff. Like, dang it, why did I why did I forget that crap? Yeah, it's I mean, it's so happens. easy to do because it's so much. You think it's not a lot, but it turns out to be a lot of little things. So. Sure, man. Well, okay, so we're, we have we're gonna share a lot of your uh, music that's featuring you on guitar uh, throughout this episode. And before we get into all the questions and all that kind of stuff, I thought what better way to start getting to know you than by hearing you play some music. You know what I mean? Great. So you said you wanted to uh, share a track called Get to Steppin'. Yes. You want to talk about that track or who it's by and well, all that th- stuff? Yeah, there, there's an organ trio I play in uh, called The White Blinds. Yeah. It's myself, uh, Carrie Frank on organ, and Michael Duffy on drum set. And right. uh, I've been playing in the band for about two years now. And uh, yeah, we put out an album, uh, I think we released it back in September, August, somewhere in there. And uh, that's the name of the album is Get to Steppin'. So this is the title track. Hell yeah. All right. Well, here it is. Get to Steppin'. Thank you. 
Ooh. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Papa like. <laughs> Man, oh. that's all. Aw- Dude, that's I'm enjoying this so much. This, like the way you did the intro, too. You just like, you just yeah. jump into this, you know, in character. It's so awesome to watch, you know? <laughs> Well, yeah, but uh, like, okay, so the it's white like, man, blondes, he's really good at that. This man. is a badass group, man. I love you guys. Um, Thanks, I, man. I got, I, you know, you know how it is in LA, man. Like, with all of our friends are musicians and entertainers, and it's so hard to get out to support each other. Yes. And it, it, even when you have a night off, it's like, God, I just want to like watch Netflix at my house one night or something, you know? Right. You have that feeling, or or I have a mountain of arranging or whatever to do or right. you know, whatever it could be. Um, and it's so hard to get out, but I just recently, uh, I had a Friday night off. And so Lori Pasqualino and Matthew Grant and I, uh, decided to go on a little adventure because Jonah Levine was playing at the, at Union Station downtown mm-hmm. and you were playing later that evening at Record Surplus in Santa Monica. So we jumped onto the train in Hollywood, went down to Union Station, saw that show, had a few drinks at uh, the Streamliner, this cool bar in Union Station. Oh, very nice. And then took the train over to Santa Monica Zipped over and saw you guys play. That's great. So what? So it was pretty close to the the uh, subway stop there. It was. Yeah. It was. It was a. It was like a fifteen minute walk from the subway station. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, it was pretty. It was sweet. That's so great that 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 goes out that way. I've, I I think uh, it was before the rain started. Yes. So it was still nice out. It was beautiful. But, and we had a little buzz going from the streamliner. It yeah, was, man. It was a very fun adventure night. Dude, that was so nice of you guys to swing by. That was great. It's yeah, always that nice was when cool, you see. Because you're right, man. L. A. Is so. When you have a night off, you're like, I either have work I need to catch up on, or I just need to rest. You I know, know, yeah. So you do have to take time for yourself. It's important. Like, yeah. It's and it's hard. So it's so hard to get out and be able to support people. You know, but the white blinds. I was so glad I finally got to come and check you guys out live because I'd seen some stuff and heard some stuff online and all that. But that's not the same. You know, no, it, no, you know, it, it. You gotta go. You gotta see it in person. So, <laughs> it's you know. not the same as I just showed everyone online. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here, listen to this. And let me talk shit about the medium after that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, just, it's like it's like no, but no. The recorded version is really great, and I would love to. You know, it's better. Fspotrecords.com. No, you can buy a forty-five, get the full LP. You know, buy. You know, exactly. That's right, man. So, well, let's get to know you better, man. Okay. That's what the people are here for. They're here to get to know you. Um, <laughs> uh, do you like snacks? Or are you a snackman? <sighs> Do you find yourself snacking? Sure, you know I sometimes I, I, I'm bad about keeping snacks around the place, you sure. know. Uh, but yeah, man, like uh, I don't know, cookies and uh, you know potato chips and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I, I love that. Was of those bags of like munchies, a little cheese fix thing. Uh-huh. That's my jam. Mm. So, but I mean, yeah, I don't know what, what's your jam snack wise. Oh, we have we have so many kinds of snacks around. Lori and I are big snackers throughout the day. You know, like we don't really we tend to not eat big meals really well maybe one big meal a day but we really like you know we keep dried nuts dried fruits chips also i love yeah i mean you know dried all peanuts kind of all that stuff cashews uh trail mix yeah it's fun you know it's it, snacking is fun story checks out indeed it is <laughs> this, this is fun. snacking is it's great well it, you know it's one of those things but uh are you fruit are you into fruits having fruit around uh, yeah, you know, I mean, n- nothing crazy. I should have what more. What fruits fr- are good and what fruits are bad? Be, on- <laughs> be honest. I mean, you know, I never, I never read, met a fruit I didn't like. You right. know what I mean? It's like, you know, so it's like, you know, bananas, oranges, apples. You know, I mean, there's fruits that I probably don't have as much of, but I, I, I off the top of my head, I can't think of like a fruit that. 
maybe like uh, maybe pomegranate or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. kind of tastes sour to me. But generally speaking, you know, I'm pretty wide open when what it comes. What about candy? You like candy? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a candy bar guy. I like Snickers, Twix, and... You so you're know. a chocolate candy man? Sure. I mean, I... mean, I I'll, If you were going chocolate or fruity? Probably go with the chocolate. I mean, it just depends on, like, what mood I'm in. If I'm trying to, like, be more healthy, I'll definitely... Do a fruity. <laughs> yeah, you know. But yeah, man, you know. Like a Skittles over it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try to go the healthy oh, direction. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, I love Skittles and all that stuff's great. I mean, uh, chocolate, peanut M&Ms, all that good stuff, so... Um, okay, we just heard white blinds. So the question is, organ trio or smorgan trio? You know what I mean? Organ trio. <laughs> I, I am pro-organ trio, I yeah. guess. I guess you could say. Uh, and it's funny. When you say organ trio, um, a lot of people think that, you know, when I tell them that, they're like, well, what, you have three, three organs? organs? Yeah, yeah. it's. But yeah, it's uh, it's great. I mean, it's a classic medium. I mean, all that all that stuff with uh, you know George Benson back in the day. Uh, yeah, Larry the, Young. Larry, oh my God! Uh, you know the West Montgomery Jimmy Smith oh, records. Yep. Was it the Dynamic Duo? That's like a Desert Island record for me. Yeah, so dude. good. That's good shit, man. I I love I love organ trio as a genre. It's one of my favorite things to be around and, and listen to. It's great. As a guitar player, do you feel like? I mean, do you ever get mad that it's called organ trio and not guitar trio? Nah, no, no, man. Because I mean, it's like organ's so cool. I mean, like yeah. you know, I. I you show up and it's like people come and they they see Carrie playing with his feet. He's kicking bass, or yeah. they see this nice big Leslie speaker and yeah. like and and it's so cool. Like you it open is up, highly specific. Like and it's like mechanical. It's like alive. You open up the back and like you know, I've I've been there where like Carrie has to get out a soldering gun and start yeah. fixing stuff. I mean, they're just it's just cool, man. You know, yeah, so. Man. Dude, my friend Luke Miller is a monster organ player. I met him playing with Pete Anderson. Uh, he plays oh, with Pete all the time. That's awesome, you know, and man. Uh, but Luke is. Uh, you know, I, oh my I've God, Pete Anderson! What a what, I mean, what a guitar player! Of All course. the Dwight Yoakam stuff. Of I mean, course, his own man. stuff as a blues. Yeah, man. And so I, that's you know, I love playing with them all the time. And and Luke. Uh, we would talk all the time about how like when you become an organ player you also become like an electrician and like, <laughs> yes yes because <laughs> you're trying to keep these you know these old instruments alive you know the organ and the leslie like you know and then you're you have to have like a big van or a truck to get these things around yeah. it's just it's a whole dedication uh, that's thing. you know that's what carrie he's rocking he so has they're earning yeah. the right to call organ trio yeah and, and they're like i mean i don't know how luke is but carrie's like he's like an ant he can like lift you know you know yeah. he's he's like you know He's not like a buff guy, but man, you just see him throw this uh, organ around. It's yeah. pretty like it's nothing for him. He's just pretty strong, man. He's a strong guy. So. That's awesome. Yeah, you figure it out, man. You figure out how to deal with that weight. Um, like my friend Liza Wallace, who brings her crazy harp around. That's like four times her size. Yeah, <laughs> she just lifts that thing around. It's crazy. It's just like how do, I can't believe you have to do that all the t- multiple times a day, all every day, pretty much. You know? Yeah, it just becomes what you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's the best part of being in a band? You know what I mean? Like. Cause, I mean, we're both freelancers, obviously, you know, but we both play for bands that we're like in as well. Yeah. What's uh, the best part of like changing up the game a little bit and solidifying a trio like that? It's it's just nice to have something that you can p- put your name on, you know, and yeah. um, like you're saying, whenever we're being sidemen, uh, you kind of feel like an actor. You're trying to like listen to the original recordings. You're studying the genre. And you, you, you want to show up and like be true to that music, you know, sure, yeah. and you can put your signature on it. But a lot of times as a side man, you're just you're trying to make the artist or the song shine. So you don't want to stick out too much. Sometimes that can be bad. Yeah. So when you get to do your own thing, it's it's really rewarding because 
you know, when people come up and say, oh man, that was, we really enjoyed that solo or we love that song, you know, it, it, it does feel nice because it's like, oh yeah, man, you know, we, we wrote that. We, you know, that's, that's us, you know? And so it's, it is a nice, it's nice to have because, you know, I've, I've most of the time a side guy. So it's, it's a really new thing for me to be like in a band. Yeah. Know? So I love that. Yeah. Cause I mean, the more you play with people, the, I mean, you get to know them better. You get to know how their brain works better. You can predict things coming like in that, that builds your guys' chemistry you know absolutely and it's just so cool I, I love that too do you think about the hang very often when you're when you're when you're thinking about your career as a musician in la you think about the hang well for sure i mean you got to be you know i think just because there's so many great players here right playing is of course it's important i mean you got to be able to play but that's just such a given out here so exactly. really a lot of times it boils down to you know, like what you were saying, like, is this person going to cause me stress? Is this guy going to be weird mm -hmm. with this group of people? And so, yeah, I mean, it just seems like a big key to working is being the kind of guy people want to be around, you know? Yeah. Uh, I know it's especially that way for touring stuff. I don't do a mm -hmm. ton of road things, but I hear that about road gigs a lot. It's, it's like, even more. It's it's like, it's like uh, squared or like, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's just so much exponentially more intense when you're on the road with people because the playing becomes you don't even realize how little of time you're playing when you're on tour versus how much time you're just being together <laughs> right and so and you know and, and the hang and also knowing like when to give people space you know yeah. you know uh it's i know the times that you know actually this weekend white blinds were going up to uh san francisco we're, we're playing at the boom boom room uh and uh it's it's I always feel like we play together after we've been like in the car together for a while, just because we've been listening to music together. We've been talking about stuff. And yeah. So, you know, going back to the hang, it's like, Marinate. you know, the pe the way people uh, interact, you know, it's really interesting to see like a group of musicians interact with each other. If, if they can talk and have a good chemistry more often than not, they're going to play well together. It's right. like, yeah. especially once people get to a certain level of playing, it's like they're playing as an extension of who they are and how they, communicate so sure yeah so uh yeah man i really like to bring that up whenever i have you know musicians in here especially like freelance people or people that tour or anything because i do you know i you have we have younger listeners i also spend a lot of time like skyping in the music and business classes sometimes and and you know and i have students and and like it's something I always regret about any college program is like that that topic doesn't get brushed on really you know when you're in school for something or it's yeah. all it's also academic and so practice based and all the you know it's all about your playing which is good because like you said that's going to be the given when you're in the world but like but so much of the time is just about how you interact with each other you know yeah and and also like learning to not be so I don't know how I say this it's like maybe you can relate to this when when i was in school everybody's pushing each other really hard and yeah. you know and sometimes uh, particularly my time in texas like people could be pretty uh, straightforward and brusque you know mm -hmm. and that was just kind of a way of like toughening each other's skin and 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 uh and it was a way of getting your attention but you know that doesn't necessarily work when you get out into the working world you kind of have to soften that uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have time. to learn to be a little bit more diplomatic. Uh, so, and I think that's been a big thing that you're talking about, like, doesn't get touched on much in school, but who knows, maybe, maybe that's not school's job, man. You know? Yeah, sure. Maybe yeah. that's the time to be like, Hey, we're going to be very, you know, uh, th this kind of vibe where it's like very down, you know, I don't know how you would describe it, but the, they're, they're hard on you. So you can, um, 
you have a high standard when you leave, but you sure. also have to learn to like, okay, kind of keep that in your own head. Don't, you know, be lighting people up over this, that, other. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can you can uh, say goodbye to the career pretty quickly <laughs> if, you, right. if you ruin your reputation in the city or something like that. Yeah, so much of it just Sorry. goes back to the feeling you leave with people is like you know you know like if you play on their project, are they excited about their project? Did they did they like interacting with you? It's mm-hmm. we it, we'd like to think we can all step aside and like think it logically and go down it, but it a lot of it, it isn't there like a quote or something like that they'll. They'll forget what you said. They'll forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them, how you made, made them, them feel. feel. Yeah, exactly, man. And that yeah. is uh, that is incredibly true, especially in our it's world. So true. Yeah. Dealing with artists and such. So I talk about that a lot on the podcast before. Uh, it's because I, I often say that as as advice to people or, or just in my own head to you know it's, it's kind of like I because I really think that the best measure of a man really you know or a woman you know anybody is just how you feel when you leave them you know. It's like that's right. that's the only way you can really measure how how you know how nice of a person or good a person is like in the core. You know, do you feel encouraged or built up, or do you feel small and weaker or you know lamer? Or, you know, absolutely. Yourself and so that's I think that's you know always striving to be you know the first one, <laughs> building people up and you know encouraging and so I think that's important in a career, especially in music and I mean any not. In music, I guess anything. I, I mean, really. I've heard that about successful people in general. Is like yeah. you know, they're they're very positive and they're 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 good at giving genuine compliments and stuff. And, yeah, you know, and yet, man, you're you're a number one at that, man. Like you're hey, you're man, a very man. positive person. So <laughs> hey, right back at you, dude. But again, we're gonna keep the comments for later. Okay, we're gonna one. save that. All right, man. We're, we're all right. <laughs> when you're at home, do, are you a sock man or barefoot man? Right now, I'm a sock man because it's cold. It is chilly, yeah. Um, but yeah, generally, I'm a barefoot guy. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's, I think that says a lot about you. I don't know what it says. Well, for sure. But but it says a lot. For Well, you know, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, hopefully not too much bad. You know, I've, I've just <laughs> too much bad. <laughs> it says too much bad about me. But we're losing fans left and right here. Oh, he, I didn't know that about him. You think you know somebody. The, oh, he's barefoot? What he's a barefoot guy. No, I think more people are barefoot than sock but I, i've always been a sock man around i've been a sock man i don't know what it is i, I mean just, i want him to have a sock and foot you well know? it's maybe it, it, is it like a hygiene thing for you or is it uh, like a... i don't think so it's just a feeling thing i just feel cozier i think just a feel, sure. feel cozy even in the summertime you know i'm just walk. i don't i just I walk around in socks it just feels better to me hey man that's great but i think we're just never gonna agree on this <laughs> agree to disagree you know different <laughs> strokes you know what i mean um does uh do you believe in the the statement of the liquor makes you sicker or whiskey makes you frisky are you a big fan of those you ascribe to those (laughs) oh man did i you ever get that feeling like you're taking a test you didn't study for (laughs) you're just like oh man Uh, i mean mean, so was it whiskey makes you frisky or or what liquor makes you sicker right Uh, i mean you know it's all about moderation ryan you know it's like it's all about you know but yeah i mean you know uh, are you a whiskey man? Yeah, man. I, I like, I, you know, I go through phases, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I went through a bourbon phase, you know, I love, uh, my favorites Blanton's that's like Ooh. my celebratory. Uh, that's when I want to splurge. Another one was a uh, Van Winkle. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that a lot. Yeah. I, and, uh, I, I had that back when it was, uh, I was, a you know, I was in Kentucky, uh, uh, you know, flying out and, uh, they had a bourbon bar there, and that it was that and Blanton's. Mm-hmm. That was I had like a twelve year Van Winkle, it tasted great. And mm-hmm. then I tried to have some when I came out here, and it was like over a hundred dollars a shot. I know it's crazy expensive. Yeah. So I guess they stopped making it, and now it's like a, an extremely rare thing. So, but yep. man, hey, I had I had Van Winkle back when it was 
Same price as Blanton's, Seven dollars a shot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, do you like how easy it is to get a hold of each other nowadays? Uh, you take the good with the bad. Uh, you know, it's... The facts of life. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's um, Sure, it's great to... I mean, God, you know, anytime I need to call my mom or dad or any... Like I was talking about Eric, like, I, you know, sure, yeah. it's just a phone call away. I, I think sometimes where it can be annoying is is now that everybody knows it's so easy to get a hold of you that it's like if someone calls you or leaves a text and you can't get back to them right away, I, you know, it kind of raises the standard like, oh, well, this guy took like 20 minutes to get back. Like someone getting back to you in 20 minutes feels a lot longer now, I think, just because yeah. access. And also this thing with text now where it's like, you know, seen your text was seen or delivered. So. Oh, I hate that read receipts thing. Yeah, I hate that because it's like I'll see a text and I'll I'll think like okay I'll get back to them, but you know it's it's you know it's kind of adds that pressure of like oh man I wonder if they think I'm like blowing them off or ignoring them you know right. type thing. So yeah, or like sometimes if I'm driving I have my map up and stuff and then then like uh, like someone will text or or like Facebook message or something and I'll like try to click it to go away, but then it'll click it and go into the app. And then and then I'll say like you know it, you know Ryan saw this message on Facebook or whatever I'm like damn it now they think I like saw it right away now but I'm not gonna answer I'm driving you know now they think I'm like ignoring them or something you know I hate that it's like but yeah. I turn read receipts off on like texting and all that stuff because like I hate that man you'll have to show me how to do that because yeah, that's a big thing I hate that yeah it's just a thing where yeah it, it, it's um. I don't know. They don't need to know. No, that's too much information. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when I've read something. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, I'm not on Facebook as much anymore. I'm, I know that's a big thing there. And I think Instagram does the same thing, too. It was like, you know, le- that's a whole thing like left on red. You know, yeah. like that's a whole uh, like meme out there. Right. But, well, it's weird. It's just that's a weird psychological like thing that we don't need to be putting ourselves through. Like, why aren't they answering me? They read it. They read it at eight twenty, and it's now three thirty. You know, it's like, it's yeah, like, and it's so it's wild. Like, just in our lifetime, like, we're kind weird. of we're in that millennial thing where, we're like, we we remember a time before like cell phones and and internet. So I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it seems like it happened to another person. But I remember like calling a friend's house and like leaving a message with their sister or their mom, and yeah, or like you know, I remember when I went to camp in high school, I would write letters to my you know my high school girlfriend at the time. So there was that whole. Like anticipation of like you send off a letter, then you get one back like three or you know four yeah. or five days. So you know it's it was um, when you think about like I, like there's so many TV shows that I think about like a teenager now going back and watching like Friends or something, right? Where you're like that was an example of like a group of friends that all live like within a one block radius of each other or or less. Yeah. So they could get, contact each other pretty quickly, and they still had so much of the plot lines of those stories that move the you know move the like the whole tale forward is the fact that they can't talk to each other or they or they miss a message or they do this stuff yes and nowadays it's like those those kind of storylines would make no sense in a story now <laughs> I, I, i've heard that about seinfeld too like yeah. you know like half of the plots on seinfeld will be torpedoed with a cell phone exactly like, yeah just cell phones would ruin everything all these old stories <laughs> so so and you know and god yeah watch you know my dad loves seinfeld so we watched like 400 episodes of, of seinfeld when i went home for thanksgiving and, <laughs> and uh and you've already seen every episode yeah i mean, I mean before, they're yeah. great I yeah, mean, they are, yeah. They're, they're incredible but yeah i ha- remember having that thought a lot where you know going back to your original question of like yeah i think it's great that people can get a hold of each other because you know 
you feel that anxiety of like all those situations they go through. I mean, that was a very real thing of like, yeah, man, yeah. does the person get my voicemail before I left? Well, I don't want to leave in case they get here and they don't know where to find me. You know, oh crap, I got, I, uh, I was waiting for a phone call, but then I took another phone call and now I maybe missed, maybe I missed that call. And you right, know, and you know, crap. yeah, it's uh, so you know, I think uh, it's just weird how humans are that like we're gonna find anxiety and stress. No matter what technology we're given, you know, like, like that sure. so much, but we're still going to have read receipts to give us anxiety or whatever. You know, it's like, we'll find it. We'll find some way to <laughs> get all anxious about stuff. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's something, something fills the void. You know, it's kind of like, that's sure. just, okay. That, that, that exists in wherever you are in your life. Like something will fill that role. Yeah. That's part of being a human is just, you know, anxiety, I guess. So. I guess. Yeah. Well, okay. So we're going to go into segments now. Um, awesome. But before we do. I think we should play another tune. Fantastic. If that feels good for you. That feels great. Um, you said you wanted to play a tune called Different Tomorrow. Yes. Uh, this is by uh, my good friend, uh, Angela Parrish. Yeah. Uh, Kansas girl. Kansas girl. That's right. Woo. And uh, yeah, this, this was actually uh, placed on a uh, CBS show called The Briefcase. I think it was back like in 2015 or something. But nice. uh but uh, yeah, Angela is one of my favorite people, an incredibly talented songwriter. And uh, at, for listeners at home, if you guys have seen the movie La La Land, uh, the, the very first song, uh, the first voice, that's Angela you're hearing. So that's right. So that was a that was a big moment for her. we were all excited. And so, uh, but yeah, so the song you're gonna hear is by Angela, and uh, I'm playing acoustic and mandolin on it. So. Awesome, man! All right, well, here's different tomorrow. We got the same green grass beneath us We got the same old front porch swing And we blur the line between yours and mine But you're chasing a different tomorrow We got the same odd sense of humor We get love drunk by the fire But it's Getting tough and it ain't enough. You're chasing a different tomorrow. Oh, we got a lot in common, even the stars within our eyes. They've been making it so hard to see. It's time to say goodbye. I love the way. Chasing a different There ain't a chance it will 
survive Ain't a way that I could tell a lie And say it will be different tomorrow Oh, I love you so I let you go Chasing a different tomorrow All right, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, Angel's voice is so awesome. People have all heard everybody. I think everybody's heard it by now because of La La Land. Uh, but she also has all these other, all this other great music. And you're playing guitar and mandolin on that. Yes, sir. That's badass. When did you start playing mandolin? Oh, uh, when I moved to L.A. Uh, going back to you know moving to a town here where there's so many uh, talented people. You know you have to you know learn to do a lot of different things just to stay working. And uh, I was getting called for musicals or you know people were saying, hey, can you play mandolin or you know, something like for Angela, she was like, man, it'd be great if you could play mandolin on this track. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's so, you know, there you have it. That's awesome. <laughs> we, we have lightly met and known each other, you know, tangentially for years. And uh, uh, we have so many close mutual friends like Julianne, who's been on the show, you, yes. you know, and uh, and I've been meaning to have her on for so long. So we're hopefully, you know, get her on so she can hyper music herself. Uh, one of these days. So if you're a fan of Angela Parrish, hit her up and say, "Hey, get on Ryan to Superstruck." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get on this dang show. Yeah. Uh, but thanks, yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, and we're gonna go into our first segment now. I can't wait. Let's okay. do this. Uh, well, this is something we do every week. This is something called the Compliment Corner. All right. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the Compliment Corner. Hey, Matt. Hey, Ryan. Welcome to the Compliment Corner. A pleasure to be here. Um, okay, so in the Compliment Corner, what we'll do is um, I'm going to look you in the eye. Oh, man. I'm going to give you a compliment that I mean. You'll flip it around on me. You'll give me a compliment that you mean. And we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. Fantastic. How's that sound? I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. Well, you know, it's just a nice game. The world's dark. I mean, it's literally, you know, it's rainy and cloudy today. Uh, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on in the world. And it's nice to just take a moment and, uh, you know, like you said earlier, practice giving compliments to each other. I think that's I think that's a wonderful idea. So. All right. Well, welcome to the compliment corner. I'm Ryan. <laughs> Hi. Matt, Matt Hornbeck, nice to meet Hi, you. I always like to shake hands and have good manners here. Yeah, it's a special it, place. for the listeners at home, we just we just shook hands and. <laughs> it's an, it's important to have good manners here. He was like, "Hey, I'm Ryan." I'm like, "Hey, I'm Matt Hornbeck." I'm like, <laughs> I was like, it was so awkward. Good lord! All no, right. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was like it's like, oh man, he's <laughs> so formal. You know, like even to people he's already known, it's like it's just keeping up appearances. All right, all right, but here we go. So. I, I actually, you know, I, I blew through a bunch of compliments that I could really delve into. We deeper. can reuse those. I yeah, mean, you because know. it's true. I, you know, like I said, I mean, I've, I have personal stories of hiring you where it felt so great because you're such a great professional. Uh, you're always such a pleasure to listen to because you're a bass guitar player. Oh, all wow. these things. I mean, I could go in depth on all, any of these subjects, um, but I think I've already mentioned them. And I'd like to I would like to talk about something that uh, that's a little bit more surface level that the audience has already been treated to. And it's something that I've always loved about you, and it's your voice. Oh, really? Yeah, I love your speaking voice. I think the timbre of your voice, like, 
it's weird because I mean, every I think my I don't I I'm not a particularly big fan of my own voice, <laughs> but uh, that, same here, which is yeah, it's, yeah that's it's, why it's weird for me to hear. Yeah, well, you have like you have a like a low soft tone when you speak, and it's and you also have kind of that a little bit of a southern drawl to your to your voice and the way you speak. Probably just a, just a hint, just a, sure. a, just a little hint of it, and it's just very calming to me. And I think I mean part of it I think is like from the area of the country that we're from, and like we're like kind of. Yes, you know, kind of similar backgrounds and things, and so there's something familial or familiar to that for me. But like, but every time we've hung out, we get to talking or have a beer or something, and like, it's it's I always feel more calm after hanging out with you, you know. That, Which I think wow. is that's not an effect that everybody can have on everybody else, and wow. I really admire that about what you. What a compliment! Friend. Thank yeah. you so much. And it's you know, it just I I talk about this, you know, talking about how music and you know life can mirror each other. It's you know, sometimes when you're on stage, you have the worst seat in the house. You know, you're, you're always like part of you is curious of like, man, how does this truly sound out front? You yeah, know? I know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I feel that way as a person all the time. It's just like, you know, you think you know how you come off to people or, you know, but, it, you know, you know, you never really see yourself probably the way other people see yourself, you know? Yeah, that's really important. So yeah. like, yeah, man. So hearing that's, I've always hated the way my voice sounds when I hear it recorded. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and like you said, I don't feel like a calm person all the time. I, I mean, yeah, probably if you got to know me more, does. you yeah. know, I, I tend to, I can overthink things and I can be kind of a anxious dude. So, um, yeah. so that man, that means a lot that, you know, you would say that and wow, it makes me feel a lot better. So good. Man. Awesome, well, that's man. the point of being in the compliment corner. I think. <laughs> all right, man, this is great. I love yeah. the compliment corner. This is so fun. All right. So it's my turn now. <laughs> not, not, all right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, well, going back to what you're saying, where we're kind of from, kind of like, you know, there's a lot of the Midwest vibe where I'm from. I mean, there's, there's a little bit of South, there's a little bit of Midwest, there's a little bit of East Coast. It's kind of in those in-between places. But but what I love, and I get this feeling from you, and generally people from the Midwest is just, uh, it's kind of what you're saying. I can relax. There's a genuineness. There's, um, I feel like I can just talk to you and you don't have an agenda. You know, you're just a very genuine and positive person. And I mean, you're an incredible player as well. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, you smell nice. (laughs) I'll uh, take that. That's my favorite part. And I was kidding. (laughs) No, but I mean, that means a lot to me is, uh, you know, you can't say that uh, uh, about a lot of things out here where, you know, Coming from a different place than LA, I feel like culturally there's a lot of, um, you know, gray areas where I, I it's hard for me to kind of get a, a read on the room when I'm like relating to people, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they can mean well, but it's just a different feel. So, so I really appreciate people that when I when I'm talking with them, they're they're very genuine, and I can relax because I'm like, okay, cool. This this person is, you know, what you see is what you get. Yeah. There's no angle sure. here. So. Yeah, yeah. It is nice. And in, in, in any, I think any metropolitan city where everyone's kind of out for themselves and trying to make a career and all that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not malicious. I mean, it's, yeah. we're all trying to survive. Sure. But yeah, it it is, um, it makes you really appreciate the people that you can kind of, when you get around them, you're just like, okay, all right, this this feels like home. Yeah, man. A little bit, you know, yeah, so. Well, thank you. That's, that's a nice compliment as well, my friend. See, you're way better at it. I need to practice more, man. Like, your compliments, I feel like... I got to get my compliment game up, you know. But, no, you're doing just fine. All right, great. But th- there you go. There's another compliment. Your compliments skill is like 
Ten out of ten. Well, I've been right. practicing. I mean, this I think yours yours will be episode one twenty seven or something like that. So I've had a lot wow, of practice. Wow, man, you've done one hundred and twenty seven. Yeah, episodes. something like that. Yeah. So I think it's I think you're in the yeah upper upper one twenties. So. Um, wow. So yeah, it's you know I've got I've got more practice. That's all it is. You know. Hey, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's with the compliment. All right, survived. The next game we're gonna play is something called Green Light, Red Light. Yellow light. Hey, there ain't no more lights. Green light. Red light. Yellow light. Hey, there ain't no more lights. Yeah, man. (laughs) This is is great. So, yeah, this is a this is a very fun game. I this is a game where I'm gonna give you a topic to you know. To, for you, for you to talk alone, you're gonna you're gonna talk this out. You're gonna share your views on the oh, subject. God. Oh God! No. Um, I'm gonna give you a chance to t- tell your views, but only after I've given you the green light. Okay. <laughs> so I'll I'll give you your topic. You'll wait for your green light. It's kind of a car-based traffic game. Uh, then, <laughs> all right. Uh, at some point, you know, it's difficult. These, you know, we're in a treacherous time these days where it's hard not to piss somebody off. You know, and so at some point, you're probably gonna say something that's extremely uh rude or yeah racist or you know some kind of you know just some kind of bad thing you're gonna say something bad at which point i'm gonna give you a red light okay (laughs) all right which i'll expect you to stop i appreciate that man i'm gonna tell you to stop talking you're gonna have to just wait at the red light and and kind of idle you know and i'm gonna explain to you what you said that was so offensive oh no and give whoever you might have pissed off a chance to just cool their jets you know then, once I think I've given the listener enough time to forgive you, I'll give you a yellow light. At which point, I expect you to slowly make your way through the intersection and finish up your views on the subject until you hear me say, Hey, there ain't no more lights. And then the, the note that we end the segment. Yeah, and that's the end. When there's no more lights. Okay. Yeah, so it's a traffic game. You know. uh, hey, okay, I am... Uh... Like any other traffic game you've played before. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I was like... <laughs> All right, what's better, monkeys or bears? Hmm. Like, but please only uh, when I've like, given you the green light. Oh, you have to wait for the green light. Okay, so this is red light right now. Mm-hmm. Green light. Uh, are you talking about like a pet? Are you talking about like just as a buddy or like? You like can go any zoo? direction you want. Just which is better, monkeys or bears? I don't know. I, I'm gonna go with bears. You know, I, I saw uh, was it Legends of the Fall over Thanksgiving break? Awesome movie, and like there was like a, there was a bear that played like a key role in that. You know, so red light. Okay. So the thing is, so movies are <laughs> an entertainment <laughs> thing. You know, uh, something it's kind of uh, it's an extra extra money type thing. You know, so. You're talking about bears. That's fine. I mean, obviously, I almost stopped you right away because you, you came across so hard for bears right away that <laughs> all of my monkey fans, uh, they were pissed. <laughs> but I, but that's the nature of the question, so I didn't want to stop you. But when you brought up the fact that you've seen movies so haphazardly as if you've just seen so many movies, some yeah. people were probably... Some people out there can't see movies. They can't. They don't sorry, have the money light. for it. Red light. I'll let you talk. I'm sorry. Yeah, please, please adhere to the traffic rules. <laughs> Uh, red light, you know, uh, is important. Um, so the, yeah, the <laughs> movies, uh, 
it's an upper crust type thing, you know? So I think the way that you just kind of flaunt, flaunted that in people's faces and they're, you know, they, they, they're reaching in their pocket and pulling it out their pocket and the moth flies out, you know? <laughs> Meanwhile, they have to be rubbed in the face that you get to go to movies all the time, you know? <laughs> you get to rewatch Seinfeld. I know. And I was, con- I, I kind no, of, it's was red on, light. It is no, red light. Uh, oh, you're right. Sorry. You, I'm sorry. You know, yeah, yeah. The people that are mad at you right now, which is not everybody. Some people are on in your corner, you know. Um, yeah. But some divided. people that are mad at you, they can't hear you speak right now. They need to cool. <laughs> they need to cool it, you know. And I encourage them to cool it, you know. And the, and here's the thing, guys. Matt didn't mean that. He wasn't trying to rub it in your face, you know. It's just he's he's become accustomed to seeing movies from time to time, as many of us, you know. And uh, he wasn't trying to be rude, you know. So hey, don't be so quick to anger. Please don't be so quick to anger. cool your jets. Matt's a good guy. <laughs> I'm going to let him finish up his views on bears versus monkeys. And I'm hoping that he will go forward with a little bit more temperate attitude. Yellow light. I mean, nothing against monkeys. Slowly. <laughs> I mean, monkeys are really strong. I mean, I, I I think I was like listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. They had a video of, they had like a, a monkey that didn't have any hair. And I didn't realize how like jacked they are, man. Like they're like a lot of muscles, like a monkey will mess you up. So, Hey, there ain't no more lessons. <laughs> Dude, by the way, I'm so like, I was so worried going into that segment when you were describing it. I was like, oh God, this is, what's he going to say? Oh man. Well, you know, that's the thing. That's it, it's we we often go silly if we play it, like I haven't played that game for a long time, but it's a very fun game. You know? Oh, it's great. I was like huge sigh of relief when you were like bears and monkeys. Yeah, it, it but it does give you a chance to <laughs> to walk some treacherous waters. Yeah, man. You know, and like, hey, you know, I found out something about myself. I didn't realize, you know, you know, you say these things and, you know, you can be so careless sometimes. So. Yeah. Um, the next game we're going to play is another fun game that we play often. This is called Get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> when you get involved by the human race, what you gonna say? Get your dang butt out of my face! <laughs> I love your reactions during all these buttons. This is, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the, uh, that's the wonderful Chris Hackman on, on vocals there. Uh, Chris Hackman did the intro and outro music for my show, and he and uh, when I decided I wanted to make bumpers for all these crazy games that I invented, I I it was before I was starting to produce myself, and so I I called him up and I was like, hey man, can I come over and hang out with you for a day and uh and have you make all these crazy ideas I have into reality? He's like, yeah. yeah. So I so I had written everything. And like come up with all this crazy stuff, and then we sat for a day and just laughed and made up these crazy songs. That's so awesome! You say Chris Hackman? You Chris said? Hackman. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good job, Chris. Yeah, he's the killing shit. it. Uh, and he's a part. Of, he's a big part of the show, you know. And so I always talk about him every show. But uh, he's he's awesome. So, um, the get your name butt on my face is a game where it's like an airing of grievances game. Speaking of Seinfeld, you know, uh, best of us for the rest of. Uh, so, uh, it's an airing of grievances game where. Basically, we're going to talk about something that's been pissing us off, irking our chain, you know, making us angry. All right. And it, it gives you a chance to figuratively tell that thing to get its thing butt out of your face. Okay. So since I put you on the spot, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, so you're going to get the, get the, how the game's played. Um, Fantastic. Uh, so mine, mine this week 
is uh, so I went to Ireland, you know, recently. Oh wow! Uh, Very I went cool. to Ireland for the holidays, um, and I, you know, I used a credit card while I was, you know, for 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 travel, for food and all that kind, of, you know, and, okay. and gifts and all these type of things, uh, you know, hotels or whatever. You know, you use a credit card. You just, you know, you're going around using your card everywhere, and then I just got my statement in, and I knew this was going to happen because I, you know, because oh, you know, like no. I, but but there's you rack up so much fees for oh, not yeah. but there's but the biggest problem is that there's two fees per transaction there's uh there's a foreign transaction fee and a foreign currency exchange fee you know oh, so sometimes i was given the op- option of paying in us dollars right instead of instead of, so they would do the trend they would do it on the computer like and just charge you dollars you know instead of euros but uh but that didn't happen all the time and so you get your bank statement back. And, I mean, and like it's always like cents, right? I mean, but but like, but if you're doing a bunch of it, it's you know several several dollars. Oh, okay, end. so it's not like two dollars. No, it's a, not like no, yeah, no. it's not like that. But it but it can, you know it, it's it, it's just a crap load of fees at the end. You know, there's like you know a hundred fees. You know, because like you know, yeah, death by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah, yeah it just so. sucks. You know, yeah. and you're like God, that's just an annoying. It's really annoying at the end of a vacation. You're all relaxed. You're, you're all relaxed, and you get home. Then you get your statement, and there's just like, the huge <laughs> scroll that they send to you. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and it pisses me off. I'm like, dude, come on. At least make it one fee, not two. You know, they, they gouge you twice. You know? <laughs> it's ridiculous. So this not is what once, I have to say. But twice, yeah. Hey, banks that charge two fees for everything, and just fees in general, when it's all just computer numbers anyways, you're, char- you're charging fees for just computer numbers at this point. Hey, banks, get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean it. That was such a that was such a great example, man. Like as uh, yeah. uh, man, like okay, see if I it can. It can be small, you know, something that's very small, or something that's true. Just as long as it's, it can be silly, it can be huge, big world picture, uh, you know, whatever you want. Well, as long as it's true I mean, to you, you know. Uh, I mean, I'll just go with the first thing I thought is like I, I feel like sometimes um, a thing that uh, annoys me sometimes is if people are taking themselves too seriously or something like that. You know. Yeah. Uh, something that happens to me a lot in town is like, maybe I'm going to be hanging out with somebody. And I know uh, talking with the people around town that, you know, they might Google somebody and like, look up their, you know, so they know like, okay, this person played on that or this person acted on that. Sure. And you kind of already familiar with someone's body of work. And I kind of almost don't like doing that because it, I feel like I'm more natural yeah, but, but I've I've been in a lot of situations where like if I don't know like someone was in this or, and uh, I don't know I just growing up I felt like you know maybe this is a Midwestern thing or whatever but it's just like don't take don't ever take yourself too seriously you know and and don't get like huffy if someone like like if same if someone came up and started talking with me and they didn't know like I mean I was in the white blinds that's not a great example because like we're not super famous but let's say if we were I don't know. I just, uh, I think that's just a drag if you kind of vibe somebody if, if yeah. they don't know, you know. So, uh, I mean, I was, did I pass? Does that work? Yeah, well, so, so yeah, but you, got, you got to tell them what you want them to do if they're doing uh, that. Hey, people that take themselves too seriously, get your, was it, dang butt out of my face? Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Get your dang butt out of my face. That's right. It's awesome. And you can, like, edit that so it's like, you know, the first take, you know. <laughs> Okay. It's just like, oh man, I'm not sure I will. I, I think it's very natural. We, we can see the whole progression. The whole, exactly. Yeah. People are gonna get the full, the full reel. I do so. very little editing as well. So. Director's cut, man. I love <laughs> I it. Have to remember Unabridged. <laughs>
podcast. Director's cut. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. <laughs> That's right. How you hear it is how you how how it happened, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I totally relate to that though. I think about because I, I, especially like in a city like L.A. or New York or you know where there where there are people that have done a lot of big shit. You know, uh, you can you can really psych yourself up by do out by doing too much research beforehand. You know, right? And it's I I just I recorded an album right before Christmas uh, for a friend of mine. Um, and, uh, for, for one of the rehearsals, he invited this like big time producer guy, uh, and he, he sent his name over and was just like, dude, this guy's done all this crazy stuff. He didn't, he, I think he mentioned like one or two, like one or two things in the email or something. He's like, I'm really excited. He's like, he's donating his time to come work with us and, and give his thoughts on my, on all these originals that I've written and blah, blah. And so, and so I was like, that's cool. That's fine. And, uh, and I've had much more success with this way of like, I, I just didn't give it a second thought. Like, you know, I, I was like, that's right. fine. And so I showed up and I could tell that he was a big deal because the other guys in the band were like nervous and freaking out. And the, and they were like, eh, you know, asking him questions and wanting to know right. secrets right. and stories. Like and all a, like stuff. Chris Farley or something. Like yeah. That. Hey, you remember? You remember but then he, imme- the he immediately yeah. gravitated to me, like just to hang like during breaks and during dinner and stuff like that, because I wasn't like kissing his ass like I, I was i was just like yeah you know and then it, it wasn't until like we were just chatting and i was starting to hear stories and stuff that i was like oh shit this guy is like he's done some big stuff and then i, I googled him when i got home you know and i and i was like holy shit this guy's yes. resume is crazy you know and the, and uh and i would have psyched myself out and and the thing is like i'd much rather have it happen that way because i'm so grateful because now he's actually hit me up on social media so like you know and and he liked hanging out with me because you we were cool man you talked yeah. to him like a person you know but it's but like i, I I'd rather lean towards that than like because the, the the other way that could have gone is he could have loved the attention that he got from the other people and hated me because I wasn't giving it to him and it, totally. I don't want to be friends with that guy anyways. That, I mean, <laughs> you cares? just you just nailed it. You just yeah. nailed it on the head, man. It was like because uh, that's my attitude too. I mean, like if I've since someone's like, oh, this guy's like, this guy's done a lot. I'll go. I'll I'll look them up. And I've had that moment so many times where I was like, oh, man, I'm glad I didn't know who they were when I was in the room. Yeah. Because, yeah, because then you get an example I always use uh, for people who are successful in town. It's like, it, it, you know, those old cartoons where like guys are on an island and like they're starving. And yeah. then like one guy looks at the other and, and he has like a big cheeseburger for a head. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. It's just like when, you know. I feel like that happens a lot. I've, I've joking with, that's a joke I'll have with guys if they get like a big gig. It's like, hey, people looking at you like your, your head's a cheeseburger. Because yeah. <laughs> it goes back to that thing where, you know, uh, everybody's trying to survive and hustle. So it, whether you mean to or not, sometimes you cater the way you relate to somebody because you're like, oh, well, if, if this person likes me, they can help my career and this person's connected and, you know, being on the other side of that, I'm sure that's kind of a drag. I mean, it's probably why a lot of successful people can be depressed because it's like, you know, they can't tell if people are ever genuine with them. You I know. know? Yeah. So, so like, that's awesome about that story where the guy gravitated towards you because he was like, oh, yeah, this guy's not kissing my ass. It's like I've I've gotten more luck <laughs> by being dumb and not doing research on people, you know, than, you know, than I have when I've psyched myself out and been like, oh my gosh, this guy's, you know, and like being nervous and then go and then they're like, then they're an asshole and you don't want to spend time with them anyways. It's like, and going back to the feeling thing, like people may not even like intellectualize that's what's happening. It's just like, if you're weird around somebody, they'll, if you make them feel weird, you know, that's, that's kind of what they walk away from. They don't realize that like you meant well, they were just nervous because they're famous. They're just like, man, that guy was weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Something was off, you know? Right. So, well, that makes me feel a lot better about, uh, you know, my approach because it seems like we have pretty much the same 
you know, idea about how we want to. Yeah, just know. blindly walk into rooms. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just like <laughs> and oh, meet it, the humans that are there. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll I'll figure out if you're a big deal pretty yeah. quick by either how you play or just like you know. I mean, usually it's that or like, yeah, you figure it out. You know. Yeah, so. I think if you're genuine, if you're being genuine and you're like you're, you're not competitive, I'm not really that competitive by nature. You know, like with especially in music and stuff. I'm just like I'm if I'm in there to drum or, or meet people, I'm just that's all I'm doing. I'm not I'm not I'm not like what have you done? Or what are you, what are you doing? What can you get me? Like, yeah, hey, what? Well, yeah, how huge. can I use you? Yeah, yeah. It's like how are you gonna be? How are you you know how are you gonna be helpful to me? Yeah, know? that's and that turns people off so quickly. You know, absolutely because there's so much of that. You know, I mean, what do they say desperation's a bad perfume. So <laughs> I like that. I've never heard that before. That's great. Oh, there you go. That's there you good. go. Desperation. I didn't write it, but bad I, perfume. But, but so there, there you go. Take it. Run with it. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. Oh wow, man, that was all the segment. Cool. Yeah, man, that, we got a hold of that one. That was great. <laughs> we did. We got into some stuff. That's that's the point of these games, you know. You you end up talking about a lot more than you thought you would. You know, it's an incredible design there. Thank you, Mr. Knudsen. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, before we, you know, we're coming to the end of the show. Um, All right. But I still, we still have a couple more tracks to share, so I'd like to share one now, if that's cool with you. Fantastic. Uh, the third one you said you wanted to share was one called Megan's Song. Yeah, this was, uh, this is by an artist named James Bias. Uh, if, uh, any of the folks out there that have Netflix, there's a show that just came out, uh, I think around, uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's called The West Side, and it basically follows, uh, like, eight or nine artists, you know, they're all different genres, but they kind of like, uh, you know, follow them through trying to make a, you know, make it through LA as an artist. And uh, I've known James since probably when I first got to LA, and he's always been one of my favorite artists and singers. And just, a, I mean, talk about a genuine person. Um, and I've just, even though I recorded this song with him a long time ago, it's just always been one of, uh, you know, one of the tracks that I've really been proud to be a part of. So, sure. Yeah. So there you go. Here's here's Megan's song.
this tasty little snippet. Dude, that's so awesome. I, I just will never get old for me. It's just so just love. <laughs> Coming right in after just a like, tune. It, and it just pops. It's radio just like edit. it's like this guy's done a lot of radio. It's like, ooh, all right. <laughs> in here with a guitar man, Matt Hornbeck. All yeah, right. Really. <laughs> Some tasty licks on that track there. Exactly. That's it's like I try to not do the morning radio kind of vibe, but, some, <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you don't, you I don't. can't I can't resist doing a little bit of goof, you know, uh, just for fun. That's why we like you, man. It's like it's 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 the perfect amount, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, man. That's another great tune. We'll do we'll do one more at the end of the show. But Fantastic. The we are coming to the end of the show, like I said. Okay, um, home stretch. And so the last question that I have for there's some more stuff to do, but the last question that I have for you is the same question I ask everybody. Um, the name of the show is Ryan is Super Strong. Oh, okay. And keep in mind, there are, there are many types of strength, whether it be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all these different types, uh, musical, any kind, you know. Yeah. Uh, so my question for my guest always at the end is, hey, are you super strong? <sighs> Physically, probably not. I'm, I'm kind of a wiry dude. Uh, <laughs> I used to be stronger. Um you know, I don't know. That that's one of those things. Like, I'd rather have somebody else answer that for me. Going back to that thing, like, how do you really come off? You know, um, I guess there's some strength there. Like, you know, moving to a city like L.A. and kind of you know dealing with that stuff. I'm mm-hmm. sure you know it, that was a scary thing to overcome. And uh, yeah, sure. I'll, you know, I I do all right. I'll put myself right in the middle. I'm not gonna. I wouldn't brag about my strength. You know, I'm, yeah. but but you know, I'm. I guess I can't be too weak if I've made it this far, you know, I guess. So. Sure. Well, I like that answer. And I, I like any answer in the, on this question because, <laughs> because some people are like, yes, you know, and some people are like, no, you know, and some people are right in the middle like you, you know, and I think that that is really cool. Um, this the, the reason I like the podcast medium is because you don't know who is going to listen to it, when or why they're going to listen to it. You know, like you don't right. know. They could listen to it the minute it comes out, you know, or they could, or could, or this could be, Three or four years down the line, and somebody like you know, like uh, is googling you and and looks for an interview or something. You know, who yeah, knows? It's, who knows it's, what? it's out there. It's just but yeah. the cool thing about that for me is that I, you know, as you can tell by being on this show now, as you can tell that this is an extremely inspirational show. <laughs> Dude, I feel great. Man, like this has been this has been wonderful for me, man. Well, so like you know, I always think that every guest that I have has such a different energy. You know, they're yeah. all so different, and I think that. Because that there's that aspect of you never know who or when or why people are listening. I always think that you know, whoever finds it, whenever they do, they're you know some some people might be really relating to you and how you think about things, or even the way that you answered that question. You didn't just say yes or no. You thought about it. You broke it down. You you know you thought about <laughs> some different aspects of your life that you're more strong about. So you know somebody might be really relating to you specifically. Are you are, are all you wiry guys out there? You know? <laughs> You're not alone, <laughs> but yeah. it could be anybody. It could be a big black woman for all you know. Who knows what it uh, is? Hey, you know, if 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 I can make that person feel great, then awesome. You know, yeah, it's like, you don't know. It could be very different physically and and uh, mentally than you, but that, but people relate to each other. So my question is always, if someone's relating to you, you know, and like I, I like to ask for a piece of advice, basically, uh, that okay. some, that, that the that the listeners can take as a mantra for the, for the week uh, until next week when my next guest comes and gives some advice of their own. You know. Um, How can they be as strong as a Matt Horn? Oh, jeez! You know what I mean. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Uh, <laughs> well, it, to to do as good or better than me. Um, What's something that's gotten you this far? I think 
surround yourself with good friends, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is not like, this is like a small challenge, but it's been like kind of a, a an experience this week. I've been looking for a new apartment. Mm-hmm. And man, as you probably know, like trying to find an apartment in LA, like the, the place. Ass. Yeah. It's just, you know, you have to be so fast. You feel like so many people are gunning for a good place. If a place is good, it's not going to last long. Yeah. It's very stressful and consuming. So, you know, normally I'm pretty mellow. I kind of just, I, I'll, I'll be home and kind of introverted, but man, this week I've just had, you know, a lot of anxiety. So what's been helping me get through that is just calling my friends and, and, and talking on the phone and it's kind of been helping me get through it. So I think having a good support group is, is, uh, is very crucial. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and, uh, and just thinking about like any major thing I went through in my life that was kind of a scary thing, whether it was like moving down to Texas or moving out here to LA or, you know, so many things that you go through life. It's, I look back through all those times there. I just was lucky enough to have family and friends that, you know, I could just kind of talk through it, you know? And, yeah. uh, you know, and, uh, other than that, you know, um, if you, for extra credit, you know, uh, be quick to listen and slow to speak. So, yeah. So, uh, if you can do that, you'll, you'll have a leg up on me. I've definitely fallen into that trap. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. Those are both really great pieces of of advice that I try to also adhere to as well, but more difficult on the second one (laughs) than the first. Yeah. (laughs) Easy advice to give, much harder to follow, but you know, so was it like, do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. Yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for that advice, and thank you so much for coming and doing my show. Oh my, this is uh, you know, this is uh, such a great first experience podcast experience, and yeah, thank you so much, man. This was great. Um, before we do go, uh, there's two more things I want to do. One, and the first is plugs. You know, I want people to be able to either follow you on social media or buy albums or look at YouTube videos or visit your websites or whatever. You know, so whatever you have to plug. Plug it now. Okay. Uh, I think my... Let's see. I'm so terrible about this. That's, <laughs> I think okay. my Instagram uh, <laughs> handle is Hornbeck Guitar. Yeah. That's uh, my right. website, which is desperately in need of updating, is uh, matthornbeckmusic.com. Yeah. And I do have a YouTube channel that like, I'll throw my Instagram videos on or, or things here and there. Um, uh, for my band, thewhiteblinds.com, uh, you know, our album's out on, available on Spotify and, uh, I'm not sure about Apple music, but you know, check it out. Uh, you know, and we have a YouTube page as well. All that stuff should be found through the website. We have Instagram and Facebook, all that stuff. Um, and I, th- I think that covers it. I don't yeah, know. What do you think? I think that's great. And you shared some music on, on here so people can go check out those those people at any point. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so support live music. Go if you see the white bl- I can I can from personal experience recommend you to go see the white blinds anytime that you, that you can if they're coming to a place near you. Um, well, yeah, thank that's, you. That's, that's very good. kind of you, Ryan. Of thank course, you. man. Um, I always plug uh, Chad Coleman, uh, who who did the art for the show, and Chris Hackman, who we talked about earlier, did the intro and outro music. As awesome well, job, called guys. The bumpers. Uh, they're a huge part of the show, and I love talking about them every week. Uh, the Instagram is Ryan is super strong. The Twitter is at super strong Ryan, and uh, Facebook and uh, and Gmail are Ryan is super strong. So you know, be a part of the community. Hit me up on social media or send an email. And but most importantly, if you're a listener to the show and you like what you hear, then please go to Apple Podcasts and write a review. Give us five stars and say something crazy. There's a bunch of uh, there's so many reviews out there, and they're all insane. It sounds like they're all insane people. <laughs> Which I love. Makes me feel less alone in this dark, 
dark world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can get lonely out there for sure. But I love the comments. So keep them coming. It helps the show grow. And people like Matt Hornbeck will get heard by more people, which is what I want to do. All right, well, yeah. well, because of you. Thanks so much, Ryan. Yeah, man. Um, The last thing. Oh, wait. Uh, before we end, I will say I do one more thing. But at the end of the show, we'll, we'll hype one more tune uh, featuring Matt Hornbeck. Uh, so if, if you, uh, once the show's over, stay tuned for just a little bit and you'll start hearing a tune called Blue Juice. You want to talk about that tune a little bit? Uh, just real quick. It's the last track off the album. Uh, it features a nice guitar solo on it. Yeah. I get, I get some time to play and, uh, it's a, it's the only, everything else on the album is an uh, original. Uh, this is a originally by uh, Jimmy McGriff and, uh, hope you like it. Yeah, man. So to, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, that'll be at the end of the show. And the last thing that I do every week to wrap up uh, is talk to one listener or a group of listeners and try to get them to up their game in some way. Uh, so this week is no different, and I'm going to start right now. All right. This week, uh, I'm talking to a group of listeners. Now, th- this this podcast is, is coming out just a couple weeks after Valentine's Day. And I get it, guys. You're thinking... Well, this this holiday was invented <laughs> by the card companies or whatever, you know. But hey, and some people also say the thing of like, you know, I love my significant other all year long. I don't need Valentine's Day, oh, anymore, you know. But hey, man, all it is is giving you an opportunity to, to to love on that person. So if you were a person a couple weeks ago that decided to like prove a point, hey, that's stupid, man. Don't do that. Just love on. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money or take a lot of time. Just show a little love to that person that you're that you're with, you know. Give them a couple extra smooches. Get them some flowers, or make write them a note. You know, do something special. And so, if you proved a point and you screwed up, now's your chance to go. Hey, I should have done a little something. I should have loved on you a little bit more. Made you feel a little special, you know. So if you do that, you know, it, it would help you a lot. It'll help you uh, for your life. You know, if you take the advice of someone like Matt Hornbeck, you know, and (laughs) don't take my advice. (laughs) Appreciate that support system that you have around you. (laughs) Oh, sure. Okay, that part's cool. That part's cool. If you do that, Valentine's Day advice. If you do that and you go back in the archive and listen to all of the advice of guests that I've had in the past, then maybe one day, just maybe, you could be super strong too. Just like. Ryan. God, you're so good at this, Ryan. Man, like, that was awesome. (laughs) Thanks, man. Blue juice!